Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Excel Radio's Ask the Expert. Brought to you by Beck Shot Photography and Video. It's your story. Make it awesome. For more information, go to BeckShot.com. Now, here's your host. Good morning, everybody. We're here in the studio with our producer, Stone. Good morning, Stone. Good morning, sir. Stone is Business Radio X, and we thank you one more time for letting us come in here and do this. My pleasure. And co-host Robert Mason of EXP Realty. Hey, Rob. How you doing, buddy? I'm Good doing to see you right. again. How's your week been? It's been fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Out there churning and burning, right? Churning and burning, trying to make things happen. Uh, we have a special guest today. Mark Fonseca of Fonseca Clothiers is in here today, and he's going to be talking with us about uh, executive presentation. Morning, Mark. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. So why don't you uh, start by telling us what you do? In a nutshell, I work with highly visible executives that need to make a great impression based on their appearance. Make a great impression how? In the business world or in the personal world? Just in general. One of my first questions when I ask, when I get a new client is, if you were to walk into a room of your peers... Same social status, same level of education, same career competence. If you were to walk into a room, what message do you want to send without saying a word? Is it credibility, capability, integrity, trust, character, whatever those adjectives are? You can do that using clothing and colors and patterns to send that message. So it's really personal branding and nonverbal communication. So that sounds like you spend a lot of time consulting with somebody and doing sort of the behind the scenes work of defining what they're trying to accomplish? Yeah, that's exactly right. It's really finding out who they are, what message they want to send, what they do for a living. Are they they an entrepreneur? If you're an entrepreneur, you're going to dress totally different than you are if you're an attorney. And it's a, it really, it's the personal branding, finding out what they do casually, what they do. Are they going out with their wives? Are they being photographed together? Whatever they're doing, whatever their lifestyle is, we're going to dress them for the lifestyle that they're leading. And then you tailor a look or looks? Yeah, it's based on your skin color, hair color, and eye color. So what a lot of people don't know in the clothing business is the whole point of dressing is to lead the viewer's eye towards your face, period. And when you walk into a room, people look at you, and it takes literally three seconds to form a first impression of you. And they look at you, they immediately say, okay, great, he looks fantastic. It's that subliminal reflex they have. And then the next thing is, I can't wait to hear what he has to say. And I I take it you make the clothes as well? I don't make them. Uh, I have tailors and resources that make them for me. So what I do is I come in, it's a three-step process. Essentially, we get together for a wardrobe consultation or and find out about you, everything I can about you. That takes about an hour. And if we want to take the next step, the next step is what based on what you told me, that the message that you want to send or whatever – that you want to do with your wardrobe, whatever goals you have, what I call ROI, return on image. Then the second thing is what we do is we go to your closet, do a closet audit to make sure that everything in your closet fits you, makes you feel good, and makes you look fantastic. That's the second thing. And if what you have in your closet doesn't fit what you told me during our consultation, then we start to take those things out that don't fit that what you're looking for. And then, of course, we're going to create some holes. So I either take that and I will donate it to ministries that I have. So I will give you a write-off on your taxes. And Some people have thousands of dollars in write-offs. I just had a client that had a $3,600 write-off of all the stuff we pulled out out of his closet. So that creates gaps now. So the third uh, pro- step in the process is we get together. I come to your house I have ever, or your office. I have everything put together based on what you told me, based on your color, hair color, eye color, skin color, what message you have to – what message you want to send. I have all the fabrics and everything laid out for you. And then we go through a selection process to you select. So let's say I'll have five jackets. If you want to do sport clothes, I'll have five jackets laid out. They all work for you based on your color. And all you do is pick the ones that you like. And that's how you start creating your personal image, your personal style. Uh, A lot of guys don't have a personal style. So what I do, I make it very, very easy you can't make a mistake. And then once we select all the clothing, then we measure you and take the measurements. Then I send all that off to 
our, my tailors in our factory, and then they make the clothes. And then when they come in, uh, the, the part that my clients like the most is I have this thing called dressing by the numbers, where I number, it's like grand, for everybody that's old enough to know about, grand, remember granimals? So it's granimals for guys. I basically number all their clothing so it's idiot proof and they can't make a mistake when they're wearing their clothes. So we need that. This sounds complex, you know, like, like that, like this is a lot of work for a guy that goes and buys clothes at Walmart, right? Yes. Or, or JCPenney or something. So who, who is the customer that's calling you and doing this? Mainly it's executives. It is CEOs, entrepreneurs, VPs of sales. A lot of people that most people that are, are client facing, uh, people are doing podcasts. It's some, anybody that is out in the public on a regular basis that needs, that wants to convey a great image uh, and wants to make a great impression and just really look great in their clothing. Realtor, sports figures. You know, yeah. for a realtor or sports figure, I see this. I see this very clearly, right? Like you want to, you want to cut a good figure when you're out there. Right. But a, a CEO, it seems like he's like got a company to run, right? Why is he, why is he bothering with fashion? Yeah, so there's a great book called um, Leadership Secrets of Attila the Hun. And in that book, it says, in order to look like a leader, you have to dress one notch above your subordinates, not 10 notches. But I think it's very important when someone walks into an office that they know who the boss is, who's in charge. And it's very easy. I always use the example, if you lined up five guys and they all had Navy suits red ties and white shirts on and one, only one guy has a pocket square in his pocket. Not only is he most successful, he's the boss and he's in charge, right? So it's all about the details. It's all about really setting expectations. And you as a leader, you're setting the tone for everybody else, right? You're the rabbit. Everybody's chasing you. If you're the CEO or not, you know, an entrepreneur, you're ahead of the business. People are looking to you to aspire to what they want to be. So you have a huge responsibility, and part of that is the way you look. So Casual Friday, when that came back out, and I think it was Microsoft who started that uh, back in the late 90s, um, that changed things. Men went from wearing ties and suits to sports shirts on a regular basis, right? There was a time where all men wore nice hats, and you know that went the way of the doodle bird as well. Um, what did COVID do to the, uh, the clothing scene? Yeah, COVID changed everything uh, in large part to when Zoom came on, when everybody was on Zoom, now everybody's on camera. And there were so many people that are uncomfortable in front of the camera. They had no idea, not only being uncomfortable in front of the camera, but they had no idea of what to wear. I mean, that changed everything. So uh, basically what I, my fat, hard and fast rule for COVID and Zoom calls is if you wouldn't wear it in person to an in-person meeting, don't wear it on a, on a video call. So I'm talking about earpieces. I'm talking about headsets. If you, if you wouldn't wear it meeting face-to-face -face across from a table, then I wouldn't wear it on a video call. And wear pants, right? So you got to wear, wear pants. pants. Yeah, there are a lot, lot all, all the horror stories. Uh, <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. You never know yeah. what's under the table. Yeah, you know, when I was dressing the guys uh, on, on TBS and CNN, you know, this is back in the day, Vince Cellini, uh, Ernie Johnson Jr., Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith. Uh, you know, a lot of those guys do. They wear a nice jacket and a tie and a shirt, and they're wearing gym shorts and tennis shoes. I, I just can't do that. I, You know, I really just feel... I don't feel totally dressed when I'm halfway dressed. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested in trying a little exercise here, Stone, but, but before we do that, um, I'm curious to know, like, why you, right? What makes you qualified to do this? What, how'd you get into this? This is, I mean, a lot of guys just go to the department store, they go to Macy's or I don't know, Nordstrom mm -hmm. or, um, and I know several guys that, that use somebody like you, right? Like uh, over at little river across the road here. Mm -hmm. Or somebody like that. So, um, like, what does it take for you to do this, and and why would they pick you? Well, I I really feel like I'm living my dream. I've wanted to do this since I was 15 years old, and now I'm actually doing it. So I've got to pinch myself every day that I'm doing something I love to do. I'm I'm very good at it. One of my I get my tagline is "Give me 15 minutes and I'll change your life." So I tell my clients if I walk in within 15 minutes, if you're not 100% convinced that you're going to be getting a better value than you're currently receiving and better service, I won't call on you again. I would think your 
it would be intimidating to some guys to give up control. You know, we talk about branding a lot, right, Randy? Because that's real important for our businesses. Um, so if you're a CEO, if you're a, if you're Mr. Big Shot, Mr. Cheese, you're going to hand over control, and that's got to be somewhat contem- intimidating. Yeah, right? so, and that's the that's what's great about being a subject matter expert because experts love doing business with experts. You know, one of my clients said, "Mark, you're a facilitator." You know, if I need a if I need a carpenter, I'll, I, if I need some woodwork done, I'm going to call a carpenter. If I need some electrical work done, I'm going to call an electrician. He said, I never thought about needing some somebody to guide me with my clothing. So you really facilitate my, my wardrobe for me. And one thing I've learned in the 30 years I've been doing this is men love easy. They love to press the easy button. The easier you make it, the more they'll do business with you. And I make it absolutely painless to do business with me. I've literally had, because of my dressing by the number system, I've literally had guys, when I walk in, they'd literally hand me their American Express card and say, Mark, I want you to make me a week's worth of clothes, and I want you to number everything so I know what to wear. So I had one of the biggest compliments I can remember that I got from a guy named Bill Goodwin, who was the managing partner at Northwestern Mutual. I'd been calling him for like five years. And finally, his clothing guy moved to St. Louis and so for the last year of his, for Bill's career, he didn't have anybody to dress him. So finally got an opportunity because I've been calling him for so long. He said, I came in, we're talking, we're sitting down. And he looked at me and he said, Mark, I'm really angry with you. And I said, Bill, why? He said, why weren't you more persistent with me five years ago? <laughs> That's I a like good that. kind of complaint like to get. <laughs> he said, I've learned more about, he said, I've learned more about clothing in the last 15 minutes. He actually had a timer. He had his watch on there for 15 minutes. He said, you're going to change my life in 15 minutes. He said, I've learned more about clothing in 15 minutes than I have in 15 years. And what I do is I educate my clients. It's not about, it's about what you're wearing, but it's more important about why are you wearing it? Cy Sims back, back in the day, Sims clothing had a great quick, great quote. He said, an educated consumer is my best customer. And most of my business comes from executive lunch and learns where I'm doing presentations to executives, telling them about first impressions, what to wear, why they wear it, and when to wear it. So let's walk through this a little bit. You said a minute ago your first question to somebody is if when they walk into the room, what kind of message they want to send, right? Say that again. How, how, yeah, what so is when it I, you're looking for? The first question I ask, and to this day, I've never had anybody say, Mark, no one's ever asked me that question before because it's a question that no one asks, right? That tells them a couple things. Number one, I know what I'm doing and I'm not just a salesman and a peddler like so many of these people out there that are just slinging clothes and they're out there with this one call clothes and they're coming to your office and they've got these pretty girls selling to you and right. So I don't want to, I, w- I, w- I don't want to be a salesman and a peddler. I want to be a resource, not a commodity. The reason I got into the business is I want my business and my relationships to be an inch wide and a mile deep, not a mile wide and an inch long. Right. That's good. So, um, and so the question then is what, when I walk, when I walk, yeah. Into so the room, I want, when it, so when you want, when I question I ask is when you walk into a room of your peers, I'm saying that your peers, whether you're a CEO, same level of education, same income level, same career competence, same level of education. If you were to walk into that room, Without saying one word, what message do you want to send? Okay. Because you're sending a message. When you walk in, good, bad, or indifferent, we live in a world where people are judging you by your appearance. Right? So they're going to judge you. The great news is you can control that. Okay. So, Robert. Yeah. If, if you were going to be working with Mark and he asked you that question, you were going to walk into that room. Let's just assume for a minute that. Like I, we'll go through this exercise. I don't know. Let's assume I don't know anything about fashion or how to dress myself. Right? I know that's obvious. Hard to believe. <laughs> that's such a that's such a stretch to assume that. Such a stretch. But let's just say, what's that message for you? What do you, what do you, what would you want to send? Competence. The first okay. thing that I want people to think is is this guy's competent. Okay. You know, and uh, if you ask my wife this question, she would say, "Mark, go through his closet and burn it. Just get rid of everything." Um, which she would probably be correct, and Mark would probably burn everything, and you couldn't even give it away. So, um, so for you, it's competence. So, how about you? Uh, well, I would love to to thread the needle between um, I don't know if you'd call it wealthy, casual, but uh, competent, affluent, but not trying to impress you. 
I'd, I'd love to thread that needle if I could. That would be a, more of a casual look, right? But with some yeah, but an upscale Christmas. casual and something right. that would um, you know make up for this radio face. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so here we have a we have a guy in this room. He's got a radio face. He's, he wants to be competent, affluent. Um, what else did you say? But I don't want to come off like I just went and bought yeah. the most expensive suit I could, right. so that I'm trying to impress you. I want so that an, positioning. So natural, of, natural looking, and yeah. not trying to impress. So, so Mark, how knows. would you do that for, yeah. for that so, guy? So I, I call that casual elegance. Okay, right. Uh, it's really or you know sophisticated chic, or where you're not trying to overplay it. So when someone comes in, I had one of my clients. He's the CEO of this huge company. And he said, Mark, how do I look like the boss? And I don't, I don't want to wear a jacket or a suit. I don't even want to wear a tie. Right? That would freak most people in my business out. Right? So the less you wear, the nicer it has to be. Great shoes. Great accessories. Great belts. Right? Great belts. You're wearing glasses. Great glasses. Great looking shirts, right? The, the less you wear, the higher quality it needs to be. And not only that, so there, when, you, when you're doing that casual, it's also another saying I have is you wear the clothes. Don't let the clothes wear you. And so that's why it's so important when we're going through the process. When I show you five, swatch, five jacket swatches, when you look at it, if it takes you longer than a nanosecond, we're not getting it. I want you to look at that swatch and go, bam, I love that. That's how we start creating your, your own image, right? I make it really easy. All five will look amazing on you. It'll look like you just walked off your private jet. So now our, our mythical guy, we're going to call him Bill today. So now Bill says, okay, great. I love the lime green synthetic pants, and I, and I want a hot pink jacket with an orange liner. If you can pull it off, wear it. If you're you better be, live in Miami. If you want to be a Richard, if you want to be Richard Branson, if you can pull that off, let's do it. Wear it. You wear the clothes. Don't let the clothes wear you. I mean, when you see guys, I'm I'm a hockey guy, so I look a big hockey guy. So I watch PK Subban. He's on uh, ESPN all the time. But the stuff he wears is monster. The guy looks like a beast every day, and he can pull it off, right? So I have a saying: is you know, when you know the rules, it's okay to break them. And, you know, a lot of guys out there are leading quiet lives of desperation. They want to look good. They see somebody that looks good. They just don't know how to do it. Right. That's where I come in. And, you know, so what's great, like one of my clients, wife said, Mark, you know, you're a, you know, a heterosexual guy to come in and tell my husband it's okay to wear pink. I've been trying to get him to wear pink for five years. You walk in and in 15 minutes, he's wearing pink and lavender because you said it was okay for him to wear it. So all guys need a lot of times is permission, right? That's all, that's all I'm doing is giving them permission to look they want, the way they want to look. So when we talk about investing in yourself, that's what we're talking about really. Branding is investing in yourself. It really is. Um, you get a lot of pushback on, well, I really don't want to spend that much money. Um, how much is this going to cost, Mark? And, and, and like real estate, selling real estate, if you have to ask what the price is, then you can't afford it. I hate to be that simple, but that's the truth. Is that kind of what you're doing? Yeah. So here's, I'm looking for guys that want to save, want to spend money to save time. I'm looking for guys that want to basically want to save, save time by investing money and not save money by investing time. It's an investment in themselves. Right. So essentially if you're, if someone's going to question me and try to nickel and dime me, they're really not the right client right. for me. Um, I want you got to get to the point where you're serious about investing in your wardrobe, and it's really like I said, you're, you're right. You're investing in yourself, and if you're not willing to invest in yourself, then why should somebody else invest in you? That's a very good right? point. Very good point. You know, I just saw speaking about real estate. I have a I have some people in our uh, neighborhood that are selling their house, and they're selling it for sale by owner. And they put up this janky little sign that was homemade and you know, scribbled their number on there. And I'm thinking, is really, is that what you, is that how you feel about your home? Yeah. That's the how house to represent it. You're about to get me and Robert started now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is that really how you feel about your house? Right. So um, Pearl Binder has a great quote. 
She says, be careful what you wear because it tells the world what you think of yourself. That's true. My wife tells me that all the time, so it must be true. There's, there's something I haven't heard before. Yeah. So I'm looking for people that want to spend money to save time, not spend time to save money. When you and when you and I first started talking, the thing that struck me about it was uh, very much like what Robert was saying about investing in your own branding. There, um, one of my, one of the things I say all the time is that professionalism shows that you care enough to get it right. Okay, and and, and I'm I'm talking about quality. You know, when when we talk about that and doing things not in a cheap, cheerful Sunday afternoon picnic way, right? So, <clears throat> you were talking you were talking to me about what you do. And it, it struck me that because these, because these clients are in a public eye, they're visible, like you said, they need to make a good presentation of themselves, of their brand, of their product. Right? It's not just about standing. A presentation is not just standing up like with PowerPoint, but they are sort of the avatar of what it is that they're representing. That was a thought that came to me. Can you – Talk about that a little, like for your clients, what does that mean to them? Yeah. So I'm going to equate it to your LinkedIn profile picture. Okay. Harvard Business Review did a study that said people spend 33% of their time, 33% looking at your LinkedIn profile picture before engaging you. So you could even lose business and you don't even know it based on your first impression on your LinkedIn profile picture before they look at the rest of your bio, right? So make sure your LinkedIn profile picture is professionally done and make sure that picture, when someone looks at that picture, what mess, remember everything is a nonverbal, everything is branding. When they look at that picture, when they look at you, what do you want them to think? Right. When they, when they hear your name or they, when they hear the name of your company, What's the first thing you want them to come to your mind? That's good stuff. That's this, correct. This is exactly why we tell people don't do your video on your cell phone or you tell people don't market your house with cell phone photos. Right. We see that all the time. Yeah. I mean, same, same deal. Yeah. Except, get, except their clothing, like you say, is reflecting their opinion of themselves and their operation. And a lot of, you know, and a lot of it, you know, um, they just don't know what they don't know. Brian Tracy says people that don't know what they don't know, don't grow. And it's not good or bad. It's just DK DK. So you have to remember most guys growing up, they're not trained. They're they're You, you grow up, you're dressed by your mother, right? You start dating a girl. She starts buying you clothes. You get married. Your wife buys you clothes. So most men are constantly dressed by women and not, there's anything wrong with that, but in, there's, there's rules in the business world that you need to follow. Right. It's okay to break those rules. You know, you can go shopping with your wife on vacation. I can't tell you how many times a day today, I'll, at least three or four times, I will get a text from one of my clients. They're on spring break right now. They're at the Ritz Carlton. They're somewhere. They go through the gift shop and they're looking to buy something and they'll text me a picture and say, Mark, will this work with for me? I'll say, absolutely. Get it or don't get it. It's a lot of responsibility that I have, right? When, when someone trusts you that much. So, so I heard Jordan Peterson uh, was doing a thing the other day and I was listening to, and he was talking about the uniform of business. And, you know, um, the topic was, you know, women who come to work uh, inappropriately dressed, right? Like they're going out on a Friday night, but here they are in the office. But that's not the part I want to talk about. The part I want to talk about is where he said, um, you know, we, we got to this point where we all know, male or female, what, what we can wear to the office. Like we know we can't show up naked and we know we can't show up in a bathrobe or pajamas. Right. And nobody wears tuxedos to work. So somewhere in the middle, there's a line and he says, okay, so in business we developed, we took it out of the equation. We said, we said, we're going to have a business uniform, which was the, the suit and the tie. And now that we, uh, when you put the uniform on, we know you're a serious player. We know we have to take you a little bit seriously. So, how do you react to that constraint? And like what, what you're doing is kind of the opposite of that. You're not trying to make people into a uniform. You're trying to give them some self-expression here, right? Yeah. Mark Twain says, uh, clothes make the man naked. People have little or no influence on society. Um, I think you have to develop your own culture, right? 
you know, Jordan P, he's a subject matter expert, right? If he wants to come up with his company, if he wants to come up with a uniform, then that's fine. But I think at some point, a lot of guys, you have to develop your own style. And also it's going to be, and that's what part of the first part of the consultation. I want to find out what you do. Where do you work? Are you in the office two days a week? Or are you at home? Tell me what you do on a, on a regular basis. You know, what does your day to day look like? And I'm going to address you for that. So for example, this was the most important meeting I'm going to have today. So I know if I look good for this meeting, I'm going to be dressed for the rest of my day. So if I go someplace and they, they're not wearing jackets, I can take my jacket off. I still have a great looking shirt on. And it, it really comes down to your, your personal style. I mean, you have to develop, you have to find out what works for you. What works for you because you have silver hair is not going to work for me because I have dark hair or stone, right? Or So he's got, he's, we've got brown hair here. What happens is a lot of people try to put you in the same thing. There are some, there's some big company out there that they literally train their salespeople to find 10 sport jackets that you like and 10 suits that you like and sell them to everybody, right? I've got referrals from that company recently uh, over the holiday. I got a, I got an email from somebody I'd been trying to come in, you know, trying to work with them. And they said, okay, Mark, um, I want, I want you to come and see me. He was an attorney and they went to the Christmas party and this company was dressing a lot of the attorneys in there. Five guys showed up in the same jacket and tie and, and, and shirt. He said, I'm done, right? Because you're not dealing with subject matter. You're dealing with salesmen and peddlers that have a quota to hit. I have no quotas to hit. Now, I'm not trying to win President's Club, right? Uh, I want you to look the best you could possibly look every day of your life. So a lot of times, you know, when you're going out, okay, so I'll ask you guys a question. So when you're going out, you're going out to a big event, you're getting ready, your wife walks in her closet, and what does she come out and say? How's this look on me? Or... I've got nothing to wear. Bingo. It's not. It's got three rows of the closet, but nothing to wear. Okay. (laughs) So it's not that she doesn't have anything to wear. What it is, is she has nothing to wear. That's going to make her feel the way she wants to feel that night for that event. I make you clothes that make you feel like that every day of your life. So So, Mark, are you attached to any private labels or brands per se? No, I'm independent. I work with some of the best vendors, shoe vendors, tie vendors, accessory vendors. Um, I do have two main resources where I get my clothing made, but as an independent domestic, uh, or is that uh, uh, they're offshore? Offshore. Yeah, there are, there are very few. Uh, there are uh, there are a handful, just a couple, but there are very few um, resources to get tailored clothing in the U.S. anymore. So. It, uh, you know, we had a we had a factory in China in Shanghai. We're pulling out because of all the brain damage and all the stuff that's going on in China. Um, but you can still have quality craftsmanship uh, offshore, but there are very um, few onshore resources anymore. Yeah, NAF, that was part of NAFTA's change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything went offshore. Well, I mean, you would expect it to, but then you have to deal with all the quality questions and the logistical questions. Look at Nike. Exactly. All right. So let's go back to the exercise now. So let's take Robert as our model. Okay. Robert's got a little muscle on him. He's a man's man. You're what? Five, seven, five, eight. Well, I used to be six, five, but, <laughs> but then you took up real estate and it's yeah, grinding it's, you down. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> so, so what is your height? Five, seven, five, seven. Yeah. Uh, dark hair. His age starts with a five. Arm. And uh, okay. So the easy case is real estate. How does, and he said competent. So how does how does Robert project competency in his marketplace? Yeah, so you have to remember dark colors always send the message of trust and integrity. The darker the color, the more trust and integrity. That's why it's an oxymoron, but politicians wear dark colors, right? Firemen, navy blue. Police officers, navy blue. Right? Dark colors send the message of character and integrity. Lighter colors send the message of more casual. So if I tell a lot of clients, if you want to, if you're going to get ready to fire somebody, you want to create a lot of rapport, 
where light colors or earth tones that create a lot more rapport. If you want to have a very serious meeting, uh, then put a navy suit or a dark charcoal suit on or something dark, something dark, right? So colors send different messages. And then you also have to dress for your audience. So for Robert in real estate, he gets a new client. How are they dressing? You want to dress one notch above them. What, what's, what you don't want to do is if you see your, your, the couple comes in to buy their house, whatever, they're, whatever way they're dressed, you don't want to come in and overpower them. And you're thinking, wow, this guy's really just, he's too much for us, right? If, he's, if they look nice and wear a nice shirt, maybe he throws on a jacket. Just take it up just a little bit. Not overwhelming, but you're always, you always, you're like, your wardrobe is like tools in your toolbox. You're, you're looking at your day, you're looking at your client, you're always dressing for your audience. So there's two main reasons that we dress. The first reason that we dress is to show respect for ourselves. The second reason we dress is show the respect for people that we're meeting with. Okay. So now let's, let's change the scenario. Let's say Robert's not selling real estate. He goes in and he gets a job and he's working for uh, Cousins Properties. And he is a, a VP of construction, right? So now he's on the development side. He's in a corporate environment and he's dealing with uh, manual labor and, and their management on a daily basis. So how does, the, how does the formula change? Yeah, so number one, you have to find out what the corporate culture is. Uh, what are people wearing in the office? And then if he's in the construction side, if he's more than, you know, obviously you're not going to wear a jacket, I wouldn't think. Uh, if he's dealing with if he's dealing with labor and hourly labor and things like every day, you're gonna you know wear a, a great polo like he's wearing, maybe a, a branded polo that says cousin Pro- cousins properties on it. It's always a great safe uh, thing to wear with a n- nice pair of either you know stretch pants and and some uh, some some nice some great sh- not great shoes but shoes that look good that um, like Skechers something something that looks good but is comfortable. If you're doing, if you're going to, it's going to be, if he's going to be outside a lot, but you, so you can still look neat. And then if he has to throw a jacket on, you can always, he can just carry a Navy blazer or a black blazer or a jacket in his truck. And if he has to throw a jacket on and meet somebody for lunch, he can throw a jacket on and then he's right. So he's got a great looking polo, look, look great with a jacket. He's got some great, you know, solid pants, a nice stretch, uh, stretch five. We call them five pocket pant and they have different colors. Uh, and some really great looking, comfortable shoes. And then, so he can be on the construction site. Uh, or like I said, if he has a, keep a jacket in his truck, throws a jacket on if he wants to go meet somebody for lunch. Okay. And if we change it again, and so let's say, let's say he goes out and he starts a business, he's a marketing, uh, we're going to call it whale tail. So you're whale tail marketing now, and you're dealing with all sorts of business people, no predictability in the day. Now, now what should he do? Yeah. I'm, I'm always a big fan of personal branding. So having quality shirts that have your logo on it, right? So you could great, wear a great, you know, white button down or any kind of a button down shirt or a great shirt with a logo on it. Uh, some great dress slacks or dress khakis, you know, great looking shoes, great looking belt. And you'd be good. You'd be good to go. And he wears glasses. So glasses actually become an accessory. He could have 20 different pair of glasses, all different colors. So depending on what you're wearing, uh, he's got brown hair. So Things that look best on him are brown, any kind of brown leather, brown shoes, light brown, dark brown, walnut brown, chocolate brown, earth tones look good on him, pinks, lavenders, blues, and just have those in a variety of different colors that look great. You know, you can change your glasses up for a a nice look, change, change your accessories, change your shoes. And so I'm a big fan of, you know, symmetry in your branding, whether it's what you're wearing or if it matches your business card. Um, you know, you got your radio X colors here are black and red and white. So you walked in wearing this, you're, we talked about that same with your van, right? And the great news is, is your coloring for you, Randall matches the coloring for your business. So there are a lot of, there are a lot of you know positives there. And being a Navy man, it took a while to get you away from that Navy blue probably, right? Randy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really wouldn't know. Probably. And your little sailor cap? <laughs> Probably. Well, yeah. I still wear the sailor cap. Yeah. Um, so your clients, I th- it's – let me back up. You're, you've clearly put a lot of thought and a lot of time and experience into this and coming up – thinking at a much deeper level than most people do about this topic. 
I think would be fair to people say. People pay me a lot of money. So. But your clients, I mean, there's a market for you. Clearly, there are people out there in the business world that somebody like, say, Robert or, or Stone would want to reach. They're thinking like this because there's a market. They're putting the same level of attention and detail and resources into it as well. Are they not? Yeah. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, you – it all comes down to the me as a person, Right. My clients can buy their clothes. They can afford to buy their clothes wherever they want. I've got guys that fly to Las Vegas to buy their clothes. They can they can do business, but they love to do business with people that are experts at what they do. Right? That's really the bottom line. Is you know, guys have to feel guys have to feel comfortable with me. I always thought about you know writing a book called Closet Confessions of a CEO. I can't tell you how many times in my career that I walk into an office, right? Go in, they close the door and we sit down and they look at me and they're like, dude, I need some help. They don't want anybody else knowing that, right? Guys will be vulnerable with you if they feel that they can trust you and you start asking good questions, right? When you start asking good questions, they know that you're just not a salesman and a peddler when you're there. They'll say, okay, here's what's going on. Right? And they'll tell you, they'll, they'll just, you know, open up to you. And they, when they know that the, you're there to help them and to pull the thorn out of the lion's paw and solve a problem that they've had, a guy named Mitch Album, you ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he says, Mark, when I walk in my closet, I feel like I'm in a Western movie because I just, I hear the wind blowing and the tumbleweeds blowing across the, the, you know, the desert plain, you know, I have no idea what to wear. (laughs) He said, you make it so easy, right? Now I can walk in and I, I can, the numbering system, I walk in, I get dressed. I don't have to wake up my wife up at six 30 in the morning when I'm getting ready to go to work and get her out of bed to see, ask how I look. I know I look like a rock star every day. So, you know, things have changed since COVID and especially on the clothing front and people going to offices or not going to offices, you know, office spaces, it, it's, you know, it's empty right now. Has that changed your business profile since 2020? A little bit. It has people still, if you're, even if you're at home, even when I'm at home, I'm not dressed like this, but I'm going to throw on a nice shirt, a nice pair of jeans, and you know, I'm at I'm at work. I mean, if, even if I'm even if I'm home, I have to have the I have to have the mentality that I'm working, mm-hmm. and it's it's all mental, right? The better you look, the better you feel. Um, it's better to look good than to feel good. I think right. I've heard that before. Yeah. So you, the better you look, you know, the better you feel, the better you, the more money you make, right? There's a there's a you know saying in the sports industry, um, you know, you look good, you feel good, you play good, you get paid good. You feel marvelous. Yeah. And, um, you know, really, I, mean, I do a little, I do a lot of presentations to, um, one of my favorite things to do is talk to underprivileged young men when I'm presenting. It's a great uh, charity called Brother to Brother. It's all these young African-American uh, kids that are have no fathers. And I, when I speak to them, I, that's because how I grew up, right? I grew up. So when I walk in and I'm all dressed up, I take my tie off, I take my jacket off, and I relate to them and I'll take some one of the young men out of the audience and I'll take them and put them in a blazer, a white button-down shirt, and some khaki pants and bring them back out. Dude, it's transformational. So I think it's – you said something that was important. When you're at home and you're not leaving the house, you still dress you still for dress. success because right. that's a mental process, right? You it flip is. the switch. Right. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, you just feel different when you walk out. Of, you just feel different when you dress up. I mean, you just feel different than you are if you if you're going to hang out in your in your sweats and your you know your pajamas all day. You just you get you go take a shower. You put you, know, you put a nice jacket on. You put a great shirt on. You just feel different. Your whole attitude changes when you're. You know, you you use that phrase, but we were we always said, look better, feel better, do better. Mm-hmm. That was our version. Yeah, there are so many studies out there that talk about. Um, I can tell you several. Several CEOs, they disdain casual Friday. They wish it was, you know, because if you give people liberty, they're going to take it, mm-hmm. right? And um, 
but they can't say anything, right? Because they're they wearing overstep. This, yeah, they people. You got guys wearing flip flops to work and shorts, especially IT. Dude, IT is the worst. Um, That's what my wife does. You know, it's there are a lot of companies out there that actually send their clients to etiquette school, right? And I know, so they'll come. The CEO or the executive team will pull me in, and they'll say, "Hey, Mark, um, we want you to work with this person because they're." They're going to be on the the next one. We're going to promote up to the executive team. So a lot of times I know the guys that are going to be elevated before they do. And they'll send me in and say, hey, I want you to go in and start working with this guy and um, because he needs to fit the image of the corporation, right? And, you know, every every corporation has their own culture. And it always – so a lot of times for like interviewing, for example. So I'm really fortunate to be like nine for nine recently – on helping my clients' children get an interview, get a job on their first interview. And so now I've been doing this long enough to, um, you know, my clients trust me to dress their, you know, your, their young men that are interviewing for jobs or graduating from college. So I had one of my uh, client's sons that was going to interview at a private equity uh, company where I just happened to dress the managing partner, right? They didn't know that. But so I dressed him exactly like the managing partner. It was an investment on their part, but the the message you want to send when you're interviewing is when you walk in, you don't want people to say, here comes our next interviewee. What, do you, what you want them to say is, here comes our next CEO. Here comes our next VP of sales. You want to walk in like you already have the position and you want to look like you already have it. So we talked about instant impressions, you know, and that's exactly what you just described right there. Um, you'll make a decision about somebody in the first three seconds when they walk in the door. For men, it's how we we greet you, how we shake your hand. Is our back straight? Is our grip firm? Are we looking you in the eye? How are we dressed? How are we put together? So first impressions are lasting impressions. So what yeah. about what about Sam Walton who ran around in jeans and a beat up old truck and basically played the part of a bumpkin even though he's the richest guy in the world for a while or something? Yeah, he was uh, definitely a model of humility, you know, for sure. And, you know, when you're Sam Walton or Mark Zuckerberg, you can dress however you want. I mean, that's, you know, people are coming to you. But, um, again, you know, it's all about, it's all about really, when I, when I talk to people and I give my presentations, I said, what's most important is what's on the inside, right? Really, what's on the inside, your character, your integrity, your heart. But, unfortunately, we live in a society that judges us by our impression, so if you, you want to make sure that you have all the cards stacked in your favor, because if you're not, you're not missing opportunities, right? If you don't look approachable, then you could be missing opportunities. I talk, I do a lot of work with, uh, with VPs of sales and their sales force. And I always talk about dead people, dead men or dead women. I work mainly with men, but I talk, so talk about dead men walking, right? You can walk into your appointment and just walk into the lobby and just based on the first impression, you're already done. You're not going to make the sale, and you don't even know it based on that first impression. So I think in business terms, we've identified a pocket of overlooked value, unrealized value here for people that just aren't thinking in these terms. I mean, I, I have to admit, I, I know a guy who stands up in front of a room of 100 people and will make a presentation or, or say something, you know, in a – in an authoritative way about business, but he's wearing a raggedy t-shirt and gym shorts and he looks like he just came out of the showers. And I know that, and I'm not the only one, but I know that I tend to think, why would I listen to this? Yeah. And, and a lot of times it's, it's pride. It's, you know, a lot of guys think, well, if I'm making money, then I must be doing something right. Right. They, they tend to overlook it. But what happens is, Unfortunately, people around you, like you just said, you're talking about this guy and so are other people. So a lot of times I'm the one that walks in and gives them the bad news, right? And a lot of times, you know, guys just, again, they just don't know. You know they're, they're leading that life of, of quiet desperation and they just don't know how to do it. And that's where, you know, that's where I come in. Well, I think you're giving them a lifeline, frankly, by walking in and saying what you're going to say. Yeah, and that's why you know I'm in the, I'm in this business to change people's lives. I'm not in I'm not, I'm not in it to sell clothes. Right? I'm in it to change your life. I'm in it to, um, honestly, I, I my deliverables when I deliver the clothing, I just delivered you know 
half a month's salary were the clothes to a guy up in Milton. And I walked in, he tore out everything on, and he just said, Mark, thank you so much. Because he was, this guy's a, he's a mercenary. Guys pay him $3,000 a day to consult them, right? Multiple companies, not just one, but that's his fee, $3,000 a day. And the guy looked horrible. And, you know, he's like, Mark, I need, I need, I need some help. And so we walked in, sat down with him for, you know, 45 minutes and, his, you know, delivered everything last week, shoes, jackets, pants, shirts, pocket squares. And, um, he put everything on, he looked in the mirror and he said, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And everything was numbered. I, he dressed himself, right? He, he, you know, he looked at the numbers. He's like, oh, they just you know, put the numbers together. His wife came in and Pam was like, Mark, she's like, Greg, you look amazing. That's you could awesome. just tell. I mean, his whole, there was a guy, he's making, you know, several million dollars a year. And here's a guy, you know, 58, 59 years old that has just lit up when his wife said, Greg, you look amazing. That's my deliverable. So it's not too late for us, Randy. It's not. <laughs> Speak for yourselves. Stone, there's still time. <laughs> that is very encouraging. <laughs> Speak for yourselves, man. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm over the event horizon here. Um, other questions? Golly, I mean, I'm just sitting here listening and, and learning because uh, I fight this a lot. And in my profession, in the real estate profession, we are not a profession that likes to spend a lot of money. Okay, that's just the truth. That's and, one way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm being, I'm trying to be kind here. Uh, it's difficult to get us to do anything that, that involves spending money and pulling out that, uh, that credit card. But this is bang for the buck. It's like, what kind of car are you driving? Do you wash your car when you, you go to meet your clients? Do you get a haircut? And my wife's always I got a haircut yesterday because my wife's like, got to get a haircut. You don't look, you don't look good. And so this is something as a professional first impression kind of person, I fight this myself and I'm not very good at it. Well, I think we want to be comfortable. We want things, like you said, to be easy. And, and if you don't know about these topics, dressing yourself is a pain, no. right? To do it right. The dress by numbers, man, that makes sense. I love that. I, I have a quick observation. I cut a close to 50 pounds about a year ago. And I think fit is so important too. And to wear clothes that fit you properly. And I really struggled with that for a couple of months after, after I cut that weight. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. Um, my, my term for a lot of guys is, is you want to be relevant. You want to look, you want to look your age. You don't want to be 40 something and try to dress like you're 20 something, but also you want, you want trim, not tight. You want something to, to flatter you. Um, that, but you don't want it overly, you know, you don't want it overly too tight, but when you're, so there's different ways to dress. There's all, you know, if you're you know six, three or five, eight. And, but when you're really, when you're slender, you want to s- stick with a lot of solid colors. So solid colors are always great. Um, and then big patterns. So it depends on, you know, so I've got a, I've got a guy who's very, very successful in the real estate business. He's five, seven, right? He said, Mark, I want, how do I dress bigger? So you dress bigger patterns, right? So your shirts have large window panes or your jackets have large window panes in them to make, to give the impression of that you, that you look bigger. Right. Um, but when you're slender, you know, you, you can wear, you know, a solid pant and a, a pattern jacket or a pattern jacket and a solid pant to give you a, a you know, a larger impression, but you want to make, you just want to make sure that your clothes are, not unsightly, right? There, you know, if you button your jacket and you see little little wrinkles, in the, it means your jacket's too tight. Um, but you know, for you, uh, you you know, bigger patterns are good for you, right? But it all, again, it all depends on you know, the message that you want to send, um, to, you know, f- for what you want to wear. But you know, you you're losing weight is so. Just to give you an idea. You have a, in most clothing in the clothing panels. You have a twenty pound swing, twenty to twenty five pound swing, meaning so in the clothing business, every ten pounds you gain or lose is an inch in your waist and a half inch in your seat. And most guys typically gain and lose weight, you know, from the bottom of their chest to the bottom of their seat, just in that area is where 
all the alter, most alterations change when you're losing weight. There's a trend where suits look like everybody looks like Jethro Bodine, like they've outgrown their suits. What's that about? You know, it's unfortunate <laughs> that so many people, especially guys, get their cues from Hollywood and sports. And what looks good on somebody doesn't look good on everybody. Uh, you know, I went to I have another story. I went to a client's house, very successful guy. He lived in Midtown and up in the penthouse. So I go in, he's a single guy, and uh, I walk in, and I walk in his closet, and he literally has four distinct, like he has like Tommy Bahama here, he's got Brooks Brothers over here, he's got, you know, Armani over here, and I'm like, what, what's, why the disparity in your wardrobe? He goes, oh, it's my last four girlfriends. <laughs> right? Uh, you know, and, you know, so many, so many guys get their cues um, from people just because you have money doesn't mean you know how to dress. You see that every day, right? And sometimes people in sports and Hollywood are the worst dressed. They just try to be ostentatious, but that's where it helps. To, that's where it you get, just look for help, right? Um, if you're looking for something, just you know, seek it out. There are so many great guys out there that have YouTube videos um, that can help you. But it, the first thing is you know, like you know you have to admit that you need help. And once you realize you need help, then you can start, you start searching it out and make sure that, you know, you're, you got to remember that if you're going to, you know, Neiman's or Saks or wherever there, a lot of the retail stores, when you walk in, got to remember they're there to sell you something there. You're not going to walk in and they're going to say, Oh, Randall, I'm sorry. We don't have anything that's going to fit you because your hair color, skin color, they're not consulting you. They're selling you. There's a huge difference. Right. And so that's really what you're looking for. You're looking for, you know, that's why referrals in my business is a hundred percent referrals. I'll get two or three calls a month of a guy, you know, say, Hey Mark, I got referred to you by Randall. I got referred to you by Robert. I got referred to you by, by stone. I get that. And that's really for me, how my business grows. Or I do a lot of speaking engagements. And when I, when I speak, then you're seen as that subject matter expert. And I'm automatically, I'm elevated, you know, above all the, all the salesmen and the, and the peddlers out there that are calling on you. I think I am going to refer Robert to you. I mean, <laughs> we do video series, Robert, and you've had good, good success with our video, right? Our, this is, this is successful marketing for you, yeah. but imagine how good it would look if you dress like Mark. I know. It imagine would, how well that would work. It would work more well. Yeah. So. Okay. Parting shot time. So I think I'm, I think there's value here for me. I'm, I'm considering it. I'm not quite sure how it all goes. Uh, if you had one thing you could say to me about working with you, what would that be? Uh, give me 15 minutes and I'll change your life. Thank you for coming in, Mark. It was really informative. I think we covered a lot of very valuable ground for a lot of people today. Thank you, Mark. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, great being here. Thank you. I really appreciate the time.